the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Hey, it's Joe from Vegas. I know I'm late and I haven't been here in a while. I've been gone. I'm just a little taken back by this whole Tucker Carlson thing. We don't know what the real story is, but I've heard a lot of rumors going around. But I believe that they're going woke. And that's the way it is. That's the way of the future. It ain't right. But we all know once you go bro- go woke, you get broke. So... You know, that's the way it's going to be. They're going to learn a hard lesson when they start letting their good talent go like Tucker Carlson. I mean, that's the way it's going to go. So be it to them. Hope you all are well, and don't forget, we love that Andrea Kay over here. (laughs) Take care. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Uh, this is Andrea Kay. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Hadn't heard from Joe from Las Vegas in a while. And if you want to be a part of the show, like Joe from Las Vegas, and by the way, he was impersonating Coach O, the LSU Tiger coach back when uh, he led uh, my man uh, Joe Burrow to a national championship win. Uh, He called in on our comment line, 844-814-5227. If you want to be a part of tonight's show, you can call in our 24-hour comment line. You can also email me at andreakshow.com. You can call in our live number, which is 888. I'm starting to lose track. All 888-344-1170. My- <laughs> <That's right. laughs> now, now you know why I got to carry around a password book with me to tell me how my passwords because I just can't remember them anymore. Um, you and I are the same. Then. I know. 888-344-1170. Yeah, the talk, the topic of the day is Tucker Carlson because I've got a stack here. If I was streaming live on Facebook, which by the way, uh, StreamYard is down, which is what we use and we'll be, get back on Facebook live tomorrow. I even put lashes on for y'all so I'd look good on Facebook live. We'll be up, have that up tomorrow, but I've got a stack stack of media stories to get into tonight because this story has a lot of implications and many people today are asking why do you think this happened did you see it coming uh do you think this was a demand as a part of the settlement from dominion where is he going to go next um who's next is it because bongino got, uh, lost his contract last week now it's tucker well i would not put dan bongino <laughs> 
in the same category of a Tucker Carlson. Um, but those are all the questions that I have for you guys. The same questions everybody's asking of me today. Did you see it coming with Tucker Carlson? Do you feel like with Joe that it's about them just going woke? Do you think it's more, um, I think that's kind of the overall thing, but I, I feel like why now? I've got my theory to share with you guys. I think it was a perfect storm of a variety of different things, but I want to hear from you. Did you see it coming? Do you think um, somebody else is coming next? Do you think Hannity and Laura Ingram are coming next, or do you think that they're safe? And if you think they're safe, why? Where do you think Tucker should go next? Where should he take his show? Should he start his own network or take it to another network? If so, where? 888-344-1170. You already heard his voice. I might as well bring him in and proper give him a proper introduction, y'all. It's DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, I don't think anybody that's even slightly conservative, Andrea, over at Fox is safe. I think everybody's on the chopping block, and I think they're probably looking to redefine themselves, especially with the election coming up. They're not conservative. They're they're toast. Yeah, well, I'm going to well, let's start um, with I, for some reason, Harris Faulkner, I guess, was chosen. Um, to give the announcement on Fox News today about Tucker Carlson. The news broke um, with a press release from Fox News, and then um, there was a lot of speculation. We Tucker has still not issued a statement, haven't heard from him, but here is Harris Faulkner on Fox News today, clip one. We have some news from within our Fox family. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Tucker's last show was this past Friday. And starting tonight, Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern. It will be an interim show with rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. We want to thank Tucker Carlson for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a long-term contributor. Um, I think she was an interesting choice. Harris Faulkner has long been one of my favorites on the network. I think she's so classy. She's so smart and beautiful and gorgeous. I mean, she's everything a news anchor should be. I thought her tone was really interesting. Uh, I think she, I, I, I actually sensed some genuine, um, uh, a sense of loss. Almost sounded sad. She did. And I actually think that Harris Faulkner is one of the true conservatives left there at the network. I think that, um, I think she's never, her content has never been one to be a Tucker Carlson. Um, she gives opinions, but she's, she's never, that's never been her role at Fox News. Um, but I get the sense that there is sadness from there, from her. Uh, supposedly staffers were cheering. Um, here's my take. Um, as to, because somebody asked me before the show, somebody who's been in, in radio and media a long time, and he asked me, he said, did you see it coming? He goes, boy, I didn't see that coming. And I thought to myself, I had, that's one of the things I hadn't pondered today was, did I see it coming? Did I anticipate it? And I'd like to say, yeah, because that way I could say, woo, you know, I'm like, I'm better than the magic eight ball. Um, but I didn't see it coming. And the reason why I didn't see it coming was because I felt that Tucker Carlson was insulated because he was the token conservative show left in terms of conservative content. And I've had my criticisms of him. I felt like because I have felt even before the emails came out, with the lawsuit that he was a phony and the and the content he was doing was the um 
crumbs being given the conservative audience. It, it He was insulated because, and I was very vocal, I believe while I was on vacation, about the, the how he handled the Tony Bobolinsky story going into the 2020 elections. Um, I was really angry at him, and I don't even need to revisit that. But I've always had my suspicions about him being a real conservative, and I but I felt like he was insulated because he was doing enough true conservative content that he was the only reason why conservatives were still watching the network. You longtime Andrew Casha listeners, you you have to remember how many times have I said, stop watching Tucker because you're propping up the network. You're paying the lights. Somebody said today, um, how many how many of, of quote Hannity's quote viewers are people that tuned in for Tucker and left the TV on? Same thing with Laura Ingram. Oh, I, I, I've abandoned after Fox News called for Arizona. Is just one of the ways in which they have put their finger on the scales with the Democrats to control the outcome of the of elections. Let's I, I, I wasn't even watching. I don't think I was watching that night. I didn't watch their election night coverage because I stopped watching after that propagandistic crap fraud of a debate with Chris Wallace in which afterwards. Lachlan Murdoch reportedly gave a glass of champagne to Chris Wallace to celebrate how he had completely propped up the lies and and, and just did everything that, that he could to try to control the narrative and prop up the lies of, of Joe Biden, in particular when it came to the Hunter Biden laptop story. And I even had a well-known conservative person in media attack me for it and saying that couldn't have been true about Lachlan Murdoch celebrating and, 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 and it was true, right? And I've been saying for years, stop watching Fox News. Stop rewarding them because they're killing us and they're hurting us. So I've not, so, so we have been propping them up. So I think, so I was surprised to find out that it was happening that it happened. I think I think it was a confluence of a few things. And then I'm going to take a break. And then I'm going to bring in Brian Maloney. I reached out to Brian Maloney because Brian Maloney and his organization stopped the scalpings. I've got one more thing I want to add before we go to Brian. Um, we... Um, Brian Maloney was, you know, his organization stopped the scalpings, saved Hannity and saved Laura Ingram. And now it's Tucker gone. I think it was a confluence of a few things. I think I think he was insulated by Fox News up until this lawsuit. I don't believe it had to do with the lawsuit demands by Dominion. I think that's I think some stuff that came out about the lawsuit. I'll get into some of these details in a little bit in combination with the fact that we had AOC and Schumer and the Democrat Party trying to push for regulations over broadcast media. We also had this weekend we had 60 Minutes. Um, doing um, a prop-up job on Ray Epps to try to turn this, quote, insurrectionist into a conspiracy theory victim of Tucker Carlson. I think there was a whole lot of things at play. But I want to hear from you, 888-344-1170. Now we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring in our buddy Brian Maloney from Stop the Scalpings and Red Wave America. Andrea K. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Had a caller um, call in during the break wanting us to research Al Jazeera having bought up a bunch of um, shares. I'm not sure if the caller mentioned it, whether or not they heard that Al Jazeera bought a majority of shares or just a, a large chunk. 
Um, I will look into that. In fact, that could be a question for my man, Brian Maloney of Stop the Scalpings and Red Wave America. He seems to know everything, all things Fox and media. So that's why I reached out to him the second I heard uh, that Tucker was out today. Hello, my dear friend. Hey, Andrea. Well, you know, what's funny is that, you know, when did I first start appearing on your show? It was six years ago, and it was we were exactly the same situation. O'Reilly had been fired. Mm. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, remember yes. that? Yes. It, exactly, it was six years ago, really to the month. Um, and, you know, Bill O'Reilly had just been fired. Kennedy was next. Kennedy actually you know, you know what, Brian? We I can't hear you. You're, you're, uh, we're going to have to re- reconnect because the signal is okay. just really bad. Um, hang up and call us back. Or we'll call you back. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Brian's signal. I had forgotten it was that it's been six years. Doesn't it seem like it's been a lot longer since O'Reilly was on the air? Do you guys think that just because they managed to rebound after O'Reilly that... They can rebound after Tucker. I don't think so. I think they were hanging by a thread. I think that I think they already um, with O'Reilly left, the Megyn Kelly left. I just I just think it's different. It's different now. They at the time in which O'Reilly was given the boot, um, it was strictly about the sexual harassment. At least at least it. Uh, all right. What I was saying, Brian, now that we've reconnected with you, I think it's different this time in terms of I had forgotten that it had been six years since O'Reilly. A lot of people are saying today, look, you know, they rebuilt after O'Reilly. It's different. It's different now since O'Reilly. Do you agree? Hopefully I'm sounding better now. Yeah. Am I, yeah. OK, good, good. So I think it's a lot different. When Bill O'Reilly left Fox News, nobody said Fox News is now dead. Right. Nobody right. said that. Because there were lots of other programs still worth watching, mm-hmm. and although uh, Bill O'Reilly was number one back then, he had a kind of a quirky show, and he was kind of hit or miss uh, in terms of you know being conservative. So we weren't, we were, you know, it was a little bit unnerving. But this time, what's different, Andrea, is that Fox News will not survive this. Fox News is not going to make it through this situation, uh, and I truly believe this was an unexpected development over the weekend that not only Tucker Carlson wasn't expecting, but I don't think the Fox brass uh, executives were expecting it either. I think some things have fallen apart behind the scenes, uh, and it just it was like 100 miles an hour into a brick wall. What do you think it was? Do you think it was just because of the seven hundred eighty-seven million? They're looking around and going, "We're trimming, we're trimming the money, so we're going to get rid of our number one show." I well, ha- uh, so yeah. So uh, I'm hearing that it may be about a lawsuit that's going to be filed against Tucker Carlson by a female, former female staffer. Um, I had heard that, about that. Yes, yeah. I had, yeah. So this isn't really heading into the news cycle yet. This is what I'm. This is the. You know what I'm hearing behind the scenes that it's about that. So, and maybe you know, just coming right after the Dominion settlement. The thing is, to lose Tucker, your number one host, and Andrea, the only reason many people I know were still watching Fox at all yeah. was because of Tucker Carlson. You take that away, and you have nothing, and you really have nothing 
on that channel now. Nothing. Well, that's why. I, that's why. Even though I heard um, after the Bongino thing, I, I I actually downloaded and printed an article that had to do with allegations of sexual harassment um, by uh, more than one person, and I didn't even report on it because they could easily pay that off and keep Tucker. If if they if they cared at all about um, staying alive, and well, let, yeah. let me finish because uh, I want to pose what my overall theory is. I think it's one of the pieces of a puzzle that's coming together. I think that Tucker was insulated because I, I think that Fox News has been wanting to get rid of him because they've wanted to, because he he's the only one putting out. Even though I think he's a, a, a phony. Um, his content is real. It um, it's he pulls punches at times. I don't think he goes far enough, um, but his content is real. And I think that um, he was insulated because uh, he was the only reason why conservatives were still watching. But then what what has come to come to pass is you've got a lot of stuff that came out with the Dominion to have a lot of people going, I don't know that I want to keep watching this guy in spite of his yeah. good content, because this guy was talking about how Trump didn't do anything good for four years in his presidency, that he well, ha- that he yeah. hates Trump. Let, let me finish. I want to lay out my whole scenario for you, and then I okay, want to get yeah, your opinion. Yeah. So okay. we, we had all that. So the Dominion lawsuit it, uh, played a factor, in my opinion, of Tucker going out because his 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 own brand was tarnished with conservatives with the you and i talked about it i i read some of the email passages on the show i'm like and and i asked listeners are you still going to watch tucker even though um he's you know he's he's been saying this crap about trump he's literally said that um there was nothing good. He could not wait for the Trump presidency to end. There was nothing good that came out of it. You had that happening. You also had Chuck Schumer and AOC actually pushing for federal regulations. That When he, I think the next thing actually was also the Jan 6 footage he put out. When he put out that Jan 6 footage, it did a whole lot of damage. They actually had to let the shaman out, the, the shaman out of prison. Then you've got AOC. In fact, I want to play this clip of AOC. Um, And then continue with my theory for you and get your reaction. Clip three. We have very real issues with um, what is permissible on air. And we saw that with January 6th. Mm -hmm. And we saw that in the lead up to January 6th and how we navigate questions, not just of freedom of speech, but also accountability for incitement of violence. These are this is the line that we have to really explore through law as well. And Do you think media organizations or social media platforms should be accountable for the role, for, for being platforms for incitement? I believe that when it comes to broadcast television, like Fox News, these are subject to, to federal law, federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very very clearly incitement of violence very clearly incitement of violence i think fox has been wanting to get rid of him he's been weakened and one of the reasons why is i think you've got paul ryan on that over there and all these lefties they're happy um to even even fox they're happy to go along with that kind of nonsense your thoughts well, so, yeah, so basically AOC there, uh, that was AOC, right? Yeah. yeah. So what a- AOC is saying is, you know, this is going to be the left's push now to eliminate all 
opposition programming, and they've now succeeded in doing that. They now have that. Uh, but, you know, I could find a million examples of incitement of violence from CNN and MSNBC and other left-wing networks, too, but she's never going to talk about that. So AOC and these people are celebrating right now. But the thing is, so, yeah, so Bill O'Reilly did a segment tonight on his little podcast thing that he does, uh, and I posted it, I shared it to my Facebook the thing is, so he was talking about what he thought was going on. I thought he had an interesting perspective. He essentially said that, because, you know, Tucker was always a very, very moderate, wishy-washy guy. He was never really conservative yeah. at all. And his shift toward becoming conservative in the last, I'd say, three years or so, that was more of a surprise to me because it wasn't the Tucker that we'd known. Remember, he was on CNN 20 years ago on Crossfire, he was never more than a moderate, uh, mushy kind of, you know, we used to hate him back then. Uh, so O'Reilly said that uh, Tucker made a decision uh, several years ago when his ratings were not that great. He only had about half of O'Reilly's ratings, and that's true, by the way. O'Reilly's right. To move toward really embracing the right and getting that dedicated audience because the right audience, I mean, that is a group that will stick with you and very low, you know, real loyalty there. So he decided to go for that. But the problem was, it's not where he really is as a person. He's still the same establishment Tucker behind the scenes. That's why his email and his right. text messages were so, uh, I, I hate to say, but just damning because look, he called Trump demonic in one yeah. of them. Demonic. I mean, really demonic? I mean, you know, it's like, so that sounds like something that AOC or the Democrats would say. They would call Trump demonic. Well, that's Tucker what he is. Him? I mean, the reason why I w- was on vacation blowing him up, uh, blowing up my Twitter or whatever uh, socials I was during the, during 2020 over the Bobolinsky story is because the, I don't remember some of the details now, but here you've got, we're going into an election and you've got this critical information with this, with this partner of Hunter Biden. And he ends up after the series of segments that he did, he ends up basically saying, there's you know there's no nothing there that's that's prosecutable or whatever he i can't yeah. remember the details but it was like i'm like what after all of this <laughs> you you you're this is your takeaway from it that there's that, that it's no big there's no, nothing no there there and it, that's he's just seemed like a phony for a while but my question is we get that and that i, I think that so i think that revelation i think gave fox the feeling that okay he's been weakened then you've got this potential lawsuit you got all the pressure that the Fox is being run by lefties now that celebrated yeah. that, that disgusting, phony display they called the debate with Chris Wallace. He's been weakened. You've you they knew and probably went along with and probably celebrated. You probably had the execs from Fox News talking to the producers at 60 Minutes who did that piece last night. Everybody on Friday was thinking that CB at 60 Minutes was doing this thing about Ray Epps, propping him up as a victim of conspiracy theories to go after Darren Beatty because Darren yeah. Beatty from the Revolver is one of doing some of the and I've had him on my show he's actually not that great of an interview because he's a great journalist but you know he just you know he just he does he's not a talker but anyway yeah yeah Everybody, Asernovich on Friday was like, everybody needs to needs to support Darren Beatty because they're going after him. Actually, what it was about was going after Tucker last night. 
Well, and that's that's it. But I'm not sure that 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 segment though did tuck her in. I think this was brewing over the weekend. Uh, I'm saying I think it was all I think it was all like a perfect storm of Fox really wanting to get rid of him, and now they've got all these reasons. Well, that that is exactly right. And the other thing is, there are other lawsuits now coming that are going to be filed against individual Fox board members. Well, Paul Ryan is one of them, so he's steaming that, and he has essentially gutted the programming. Paul Ryan is the guy who did this. He is the one that convinced a 92-year-old Rupert Murdoch to move Fox away from any conservative programming at all. Now what you're going to see is they're all individually sued. Fox is spending off more suits, and now they're going to have zero ratings because the entire Fox audience is now gone. And you're going to see the ratings for Hannity and for Ingram and for the nighttime stuff uh, and the five. You're going to see those numbers collapse, absolutely collapse, because phony or not, Tucker was holding up the fort in that place. If he was, uh, whether he was genuine or not, he was still doing a good show. Uh, he was still doing the yeah, one show worth watching. So right. even if he was faking it, his was content was real. His content was real. But remember the other question that we've had about Tucker now for a while is why did he drop the January 6th footage? Why didn't he keep pressing on that? Where was the rest of that footage? For the why same, did he let that go? Because for the same reason he let the Bobulinski story go in the end. Because he's throwing crumbs out there to the conservatives. I get it. Um, yeah. But at least he's throwing the crumbs out. Nobody else is doing that. And so that's, so this is troubling for me because it, it, you know, who else in the media with that level of a platform is 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 throwing those crumbs out and at least getting the Nobody. information out. Nobody is. Yahoo no. News has a story out. Tucker Carlson's producers' discrimination claims go beyond the Dominion scandal. Um, so uh, the allegations in the 79-page lawsuit filed in a federal court um, raises questions. This from Yahoo. Uh, uh, the producer's last name is Gross- Grossberg. Um, yeah. Alleging the network is rife with sexist, misogynistic, and abusive behavior. Um, uh, Fox News engaged an independent outside counsel to immediately investigate the concerns raised by Miss Grossberg. Da da da. Um, I mean, this aggravates me because. Um, uh, for all I know, she was a plant. For all I know, um, you know, this, this, I just feel oh, like, sure. they, I mean, um, she, she contends that she heard male executives make sexist and belittling comments about Boda Romo, including that financial news anchor that she was crazy, menopausal, hysterical, and a diva. Well, who cares? Well, yeah, and and what you're saying, the fact is, regarding these producers, okay, now they hire these girls right out of college, they're 22 years old usually, and you could easily end up with one or two or all of them who are left-wing plants, you know, put in there by media matters or whatever to get the goods on Tucker, whoever. And or, the, or, they're just, the or, or they're just young young girls coming out of these far-left, you know, out, uh, yeah. uh, communications degrees out of these media um, schools, and they're just there to, for the gig, and they've got a mindset of the far-leftist mindset is corporations are evil, um, male toxicity, <clears throat> women are victims, and they're looking for something to file a lawsuit against. So absolutely. It makes the money. Yeah. So I don't know that I don't know that her claims 
are big enough. I mean, you know, if her gripe is that somebody else, not herself, was was accused of being menopausal, I don't see that as much of a threat to have them get rid of the number one host of a show. Well, like you said, it may be just too much happened all at once. Uh, the first thing I thought when I saw the headline was, this must have been a condition of the Dominion settlement was that Tucker be fired. That's the first thing I thought. But then a lot of this other stuff started coming out over the course of the day that there was a lot more going on. So I don't think we have all the answers yet, but notice that Tucker has not made a statement yet uh, of any kind. And that tells me that the lawyers from both sides are still hashing this out. Ah. I mean, Tuck, Tucker is out, but they are probably still hashing out the terms. But if you go back and watch Friday's show from Tucker, he clearly had no idea this was coming whatsoever because he was in a pretty good mood on Friday. So this was not something that he anticipated. And that's what makes this a lot more shocking. You know, with Bill O'Reilly, we kind of thought yeah. it was coming, uh, you know, and that took that unfolded over a course of t- over a period of time. This one didn't. This one just came out of the blue. Uh, and blindsided everybody, and that's why everyone is in shock today. But mm-hmm. the bottom line is, Fox has now been gutted. So where do people go in terms of television? And don't forget, in the background of all this is a massive number of cord cutting. You know, where people don't even have cable anymore and aren't watching any of these channels anymore. So the bottom line is, how are we going to get conservative content to people? through television, or how are we going to do this from here? Because we now don't have Fox. They might as well sign off the air. I'm telling you, they are done. They will not survive this, period. Would you say the same? Yes, I agree. I absolutely agree. I think that, um, can you hold over? Yeah, sure. All right, we're going to keep Brian Maloney around. I've got a couple of other questions for him and for you guys. Where should Tucker go next? Should he try to do radio? Uh, um, do you think which which network do you think he should go to? Or do you? Here's my another question for you guys. CNN fired Don Lemon today. Do you think Fox News is going to hire Don Lemon? Stick around. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Good thing I'm not on Facebook Live right now, or you would see powdered sugar from my donuts all over my face. <laughs> all right, I had Brian Maloney stick around. I got a couple questions for him. And follow up to this Tucker Carlson story. Uh, then Twitter. Then I want to because I've I've been put on notice by Twitter um, because of Germany. We'll get to that in a moment. All right. So yeah. where should where do you think Tucker should go? Well, I so I think you can build a network, a new network around Tucker. And here's the weird twist. You know, as much as those emails and texts, you know, had Tucker bad mouthing Trump. The, the truth is, I mean, they seem to kind of get along. I mean, Tucker mm-hmm. interviewed Trump recently. Uh, if I were Trump, I would be building a TV network, a cable network, whatever. I don't care if you put on cable or what you do with it, but I would be building a network. I would not be spending all of my time on a website. Like, you know, Truth Social is there. It works great. But I thought from the beginning, Trump should have been doing television. Yes. And I don't understand yeah. why 
they moved away from that focus. That was a mistake. We yeah. need a channel. Yes. Uh, and I would put Tucker on that channel. He, as weird as it seems with what Tucker said about Trump, um, you know, I mean, they don't seem to hate each other now. So, And Trump even said, uh, you know, after those texts came out, he said, well, we're getting along pretty well now. And that seems to be true. So, right. Yeah. And, you know, and Tucker uh, I've been I've been watching him and following him since Laura Ingram had a morning show on MSNBC before she even had uh, a national radio show. It was terrible, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it was like twenty something wow. years ago. I yeah, I've been you know because uh, I mean anyway, I've been a news junkie since I was a kid. But anyway, um, he is a, he he has come so far in his skill set. And oh, yeah. I, he. It, no, that was Monica Crowley. Anyway, um, I think he's enormously talented. Um, he, he, you know, he writes the show, and it's primarily a writing job. What he does, he's got a great yeah. ability to deliver. But he's a writer, and he's a phenomenal talent. And we need more of that. And we've got to stay ahead of media as conservatives. One of the things that I keep getting a lot of emails about, and I've mentioned this before on my show, I reported before that Ford and other automobile manufacturers and within a few years are going to have cars come off the assembly line with no AM radios. That is the, the excuse is, is there's some kind of technology glitch or whatever. Really? <laughs> these, these cars are so high tech. Now we, we were able to not have any kind of security issues with AM radios and, you know, cars in the sixties, but now they're a danger. Come on. They're doing, yeah, so- I mean, it's ridiculous. The assault on free speech and on media right now. Well, so what I'm trying to do, I want to rally these broadcasting firms. I think every broadcasting company needs to come together right now for a lobbying effort to save the AM radio band. Because what these automakers are doing, and this is Elon Musk, he started this, the man who is yep. supposedly on our side right. about free speech, who is, you know, doing it to us again. Uh, he led the way, the AM radio from all future car cars in production and then Ford followed and then everybody else is right behind them so the bottom line here is that if we don't do something about this the whole purpose of eliminating am radio from your car is not for the weak excuse that they're giving you about you know it interferes with electric cars or whatever which you know it, it that can be compensated for easily enough what this is really about is destroying conservative talk radio which is still predominantly on the am band forever so they got they put it Fox. now they take care of am talk radio uh and then they regulate the internet and they win we will no yep. longer get our voice out there at all but for some reason our side is not organizing any kind of defense nope. of am radio at all not we're doing nothing why not why not? Good question, because even during COVID, uh, AM radio was still the number one source of um, news for people. There's more people that still listen to terrestrial radio. And of course, it's a combo, yeah. right? Like my show is traditional terrestrial radio, but I also have a podcast. We're also streaming. We're also here and here and here. Yeah. But still, terrestrial radio shows are where the majority of people, conservatives, get their news. That has not changed. Yeah. Just because and- Rush died, that didn't change. And, and the no. left has been trying to destroy a conservative radio and they can't destroy it with competition. They can't con- regulate it at this point. The only thing they can think to do is just remove it from society. Well, and that's just it. And we have actual data on this, Andrea. More than 90% of the American public is still listening to radio, yep. terrestrial, whatever you want to call it, good old 
AM, FM, radio, over 90% of Americans on a you know, weekly, if not daily basis. Radio is still a major part of our lives, and it may not seem like the most high-tech, you know, trendy thing out there, but it is still everywhere we go, somebody's got the radio on, and that has not changed one bit. No, it hasn't. Switching to Twitter, your thought, I have been so amused by the hysteria of the likes of the actor who played George Costanza. I mean, he hasn't had an, a job um, since then, unless he's been in a hot dog costume and nobody knew it was him. Him it, it, Oprah and all these people hysterical over the blue checks. Um, I, I think I, I have just been really enjoying it because, quite frankly, the whole legacy checkmark thing, like everything, starts out with good intentions and it became a way to control the flow of information. And I'm glad that that leg- legacy checkmark is gone. I, I paid and I've never, ever once asked to be verified under the old system, but I did under the new because, quite frankly, the reason why I did it was because I like to be able to undo. T- I use all the features that come with this new system, by the way. Right, right. And the, the editing the button, the yeah. undo, and all of that. Uh, but your thoughts on this whole thing? Well, so, you know, you know that I'm not an Elon Musk fan because I think he's a phony and his move to the right was very, very fake. Uh, he is not one of us and he's using us for a little while Then he's going to chew us up and spit us out. However, that does not mean that, you know, some good things can't come out of this. And that is one of them. Uh, you know, these little things that are going on behind the scenes that are irritating the establishment or whatever, those are still good things, even if yes. I don't like the guy and the blue check mark thing. I, I was just looking, you know, the flap and the people arguing. I thought, wow, we don't have bigger problems in the world. I mean, we've got, you know, between China and North Korea and, and Ukraine, Russia, whatever. We don't have bigger issues than which celebrity has a blue check mark and which one doesn't. I mean, it really showed how petty and ridiculous oh. we've become when we're, we can't seem to focus on what really matters anymore. Uh, the dummy uh, known as Jenna Ellis. I mean, is there anybody who thinks she's got a copy of, in, uh, you know, In Search of Lost Time on her nightstand? Anyway, um, you know, she she t- she tweets out, Donald J. Trump's Twitter account doesn't have it. How is anybody going to know it's Donald Trump anymore? Trump isn't, isn't coming back to Twitter. And by the way, no. he doesn't need to show, uh, that account has the 30-something million on it. I mean, how do you not know that that's Trump, but if he wants it to have a check mark, he can pay the eight dollars a month. I mean, the hysteria, hysteria is just it, it. It's really all about the ego because they they're yeah. they're upset that they've lost that because Twitter was using that the, that legacy check mark as a way to control the flow of information. Um, one of the things has not changed because by by dictating to us who was worthy of of paying attention to, they were they were. Um, uh, manipulating the algorithms. I don't need anybody to tell me whose counts, whose account and information is worthy of reading. I'll decide that for myself. Oh, absolutely. And the Jenna Ellis type of people have been, had it too easy on Twitter. Most of their popularity is based on their Twitter following. And a lot of these people don't have anything no. beyond Twitter. They That's don't right. have a following on any other social media. Twitter has been 100% of their game for a long time. That's why they've been so panicked. The rest of us, you know, Twitter is almost a side thing for me. I mean, most of my uh, social media following is actually on Facebook, 
weirdly enough. But, uh, you know, I mean, not, I've never relied on Twitter. No, I've been me shadow banned on Twitter for yeah. six years. Me too. And yeah. that's why that's why it's like, why bother? Why is anybody bothering to try to, you know, apply to be verified? Because they're doing all they're doing is shadow banning. What's the point? Absolutely. All right, Brian Maloney, thank you for being here, my dear. Red Wave America. Speaking of him, you need to follow him at Red Wave America. He's also on Twitter at Stop the Scalpings. Right? Oh, yeah. S Scalpings. Yeah. S Scalpings. Yeah. And on Truth, yeah. what are you on Truth Social? Uh, oh, uh, under Red Wave America. Red Wave America. All right. Thank you for being here and always bringing your media insight. Appreciate you. You bet. All right. Stay tuned because I have a little information to share with you guys. Speaking of Twitter, I have been notified. I have been put on warning um, because some people in Germany apparently are not happy with AK. And I'm going to share that with you guys when we come back. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Who knew I was big in Germany, right? Me and the Hasselhoff, right? <laughs> Isn't he big in Germany? Wasn't he at one point? <laughs> well, one of the countries over there. I believe it is Germany. <laughs> okay. So I get this email today. Hello. Twitter is required by German law to provide notice to users who are reported by people from Germany via the Network Enforcement Act reporting flow. We have received a complaint. I should say this in in a German accent. We, We have received a complaint for the following content from your account at Andrea K. Show. And you will like it. <laughs> tweet text. The, here's what I tweeted. The problem Ali Alexander is facing should be life behind bars, not suspension from Twitter. I actually think pedos should be castrated with a rusty knife. Okay. <laughs> um, Ali Alexander is a, is a guy who was a part of Stop the Steal. And there are serious allegations that he was soliciting. And he has admitted to it, by the way. He is soliciting, uh, was soliciting pictures, uh, naked pictures of underage teenage boys. And he was, uh, somebody's making me yawn. And so, um, Jack Posobiec tweeted out Ali Alexander had been suspended from Twitter. And that's why I'm like, look, the biggest thing he's facing right now should be life behind bars. And I personally think pedos, pedophiles should be castrated with a rusty knife. Well, apparently that's what upset some people in Germany. They also didn't like the fact that Ann Coulter had tweeted out compromise solution on abortion. Republicans should be banned from getting an abortion. And I retweeted her and said compromise solution on abortion sterilize Democrats. So evidently that upset Germans. So then I get another one. Hello. We have received a complaint for the following content. Once again, the um, the tweet about Ali Alexander and uh, saying that pedos should be castrated with a rusty knife. In accordance to applicable law and our policies, Twitter is now withholding the reported content in Germany, specifically for sections of German law related to violence or harmful or dangerous acts. So apparently they're in support of pedophiles over there because it's it's alarming to them to think of a pedophile being castrated. Certainly with a rusty knife. Look, if you've got a problem with a pedophile being castrated with a rusty knife, you're a pedo. You're a creep. That's what I have to say to you Germans over there. You support pedophilia. That's my takeaway. Um, 
We're going to take a break. We come back. Guess who else got the boot today? We're going to have some fun talking about Don Lemon. We've got that to talk about. We've got a crazy story about squatters taking over private property, and you'd be surprised at where this is happening. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that and more. Don't go away. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 